Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution. 
Father's Day of Kwanzaa. What'd you get me? Happy Kwanzaa. Thank you. I got you a fun and flirty little hat that goes right on the top. Of? Your head. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and it looks... Like? Very uh, Nubian? Yeah. Is that... I a word know. I can say. I feel like we're playing Mad Libs here, James. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very, like new, it's a very Nubian square like uh, sure. hat that goes atop. Sure, sure, sure. Right atop, not on. You don't push it down. No, you never do. You just put it right on top. Yeah, and then and you should know that. Because who comes down the chimney? Sinbad. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. The actual Sinbad, like or, like or, the comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. oh. Good, no, good. no, no. Good. I didn't want it to be, you know, like a far-off genie or something. Oh, there's but, a but, but Sinbad, Sinbad. In, in mythology? I think there is. I believe there is. No, I want it to be orange Sinbad. Okay. Re- a real, yeah. Remember the orange era? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Orange hair, orange eyebrows, yeah. or- orange goatee. Happy Kwanzaa, Sinbad's here. Mm-hmm. You better put all your plates away. Sinbad's here. And you just get bowl of orange, bowls of oranges and everywhere. It's, it's the opposite of Christmas because you actually want to see him. Unlike Santa, you're not allowed to see Santa. Right. Sinbad, you have to see. That's part yeah, of because, the magic of it. Because he sometimes doesn't come. So you're like... <laughs> But he'll say he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the kind of thing where you call him on his shit. Yeah. yeah right? Where yeah. it's like, oh, you can't just say you came this time, Sinbad. You've got to go to every house and we have to put our eyes on you. We've got to have eyes on you. I don't remember when this got started, this whole Kwanzaa thing. I really don't. And it's not to shit on anybody else's you know, spiritual enlightenment or whatever it is. I just... I feel like it was a new thing in maybe like high school where it was just like, hey, you guys have this. We're going to have this. Yes. This is just going to pop up. And I told you that was kind of how it is with Hanukkah, where in the Jewish religion, like it's not that big of a deal. But we kind of as a nation were like, there's other things and people sure. are celebrating other things. So yeah, we yeah. go Kwanzaa and they're like, well, I mean, we don't really. Okay. You know what I mean? Like. And ha- and you guys, yeah. you over there, you have Hanukkah, don't you? Let's all celebrate the same way. And we make it, we blow out fucking Christmas more than anybody else blows out a fucking yeah. holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like, you guys do it like we do. And they're like, no, we kind of just pray. And, sure. Um, you know, it's it's something that's in our religion, but we, we don't um, celebrate it in the same way. So don't worry about us. Yeah, but when, when, I, when I got up and read that it was the second day of Kwanzaa, it led me to ponder, how many days of Kwanzaa is there? Right. I don't know. Oh, you didn't go any further than that. No. You just thought no, about it. No. You, put the, you found out it was the second day, and you turned the phone over, put it down, and thought, oh, how many days? Yeah. How many? And how, how would I ever know? 19. That's Welcome what I've heard. to my Kidding. world. Yeah, <laughs> I have no Where idea. I, like, I just ponder things. Didn't really care. I'm not a religious person, obviously, mm-hmm. so don't really care. Like e- even Christmas, I it's not the birth of Jesus to me that that you know, really, right? Really gets me off. No, um, I do say Happy Birthday, Jesus, to a couple people. Yeah, instead of Merry Christmas. But yeah. you, it's more or less because they have long hair and beards. We're just like, hey, 
Yeah, I just say happy birthday to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're <laughs> to like, To the what? actual person. Well, you look like Jesus. And I said, well, it's Christmas, so yeah. I'm saying happy birthday I'm to you. I'm saying happy birthday to you. Birthmas. Bir- birthmas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't even, like with Christmas, it's more about kids and family and all that other stuff. Like I don't, you know, it's not, we don't go to, to church or any of that stuff. No. Um, we're out of that loop. But I will, I will say this, which was weird. Um, Passion of the Christ was on last night. Okay. Which is the opposite of, you know, his birth, obviously. That's his, that's his death. That's his yeah, death, but we're coming so. up on that time, huh? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> that, that's right what? around uh, Easter. Easter's? Yeah, yeah. Easter's? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And they're okay. making a sequel. Really? Mm. Yeah, they are. So I, pop, I popped on old uh, Passion of the Crazy. Mm-hmm. Just for a couple scenes. Just talk normal, dude. No, <laughs> not at all. It's the, it's, it's the second day of Kwanzaa. I'm talking the way I want to oh, talk. Okay, go ahead. So, Passion of the Crazy. Pop up on Passion of the Crazy for a couple scenes. Sure. Caviezel in that, man. Shit. Shit. Caviezel. Do you, did you ever go see it? No. You didn't? No. So No. No desire. It started just absolutely terrorizing the box office, right? I mean, I'm talking. Which one's four hundred million? And Mel Gibson financed the entire thing himself. Nobody realizes that. Nobody realizes that Mel Gibson not only financed it himself but put it out himself. All of that money went directly to him. Oof. Oh yeah, when he got divorced to that that you know that second chick and the other one, the the fucking crazy one. You remember uh-huh. her? Yeah, uh, uh, she was crazy. Both, both. Okay. Jesus, yeah. Sorry, uh, both were crazy. The reason why that that thing got so heated and so public with that weird chick who was from that other country, yeah, um, was over that Passion of the Christ money. Oh, shit. Yeah, because you know Mel could have. I mean, I don't know what he, I don't know what his final payout was to her, but it was big. But the 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 sheer amount of money that, that thing was making i was like fuck i'm gonna go see this maybe it is great and it, it actually is a pretty goddamn good movie right and by the way i'm fully aware that i've said the word jesus and uh, goddamn in the last 30 seconds sure uh, while describing passion of the crazy <laughs> oh god um yeah if you go and watch it so because it, it was i was like man is it as violent as i remember yeah and so when i popped it on holy shit it is, huh? Oh boy! I mean, it is insane how violent that movie is. And is that why it was hard for him to get it made, and he had to do it himself, or he wanted to do it himself the whole way? You don't know. I think. Well, he's super religious, anyways. Okay. Um, I met him. Um, I for real, like he has like seven kids or something crazy like that. Okay. Um, he's super religious, and he's making a sequel right now. All right. Um, of it, but like that was his dream. That was his passion project, if you will. Nailed it. Boom, a, boom, 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 and boom, 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 boom. That, that, that was his big fucking thing, and nobody would finance it. Everybody was like, dude, we're not making a Jesus movie for, because I think he, he needed $40 million, like budget wise. Yeah. And he said, fuck it. I'll finance it myself. That's fine. Uh, and he did. And then, boom. I, I want to say worldwide, it probably made close to 600. I think 400 here domestically. Holy Maybe six or seven. Oh, it, it was insane. So I went and saw it, and I, I thought it was, look, throwing out the story of like me not knowing much about religion at all. Right. Um, it was cool to see. 
And Jim Caviezel, my God, man. Now, he's from Frequency, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how I know Caviezel <laughs> is one of my fave dad cry movies, Frequency. Yeah, so he he kind of looks like a Dwyer Brown. You know? He does. He's got that nondescript, handsome. He is now a daddy for sure. Yeah. So Cavizzi. Yeah. Um, daddy Cavizzi. He had to have gone through hours and hours and hours of makeup of that. Because it the, the, the beating scenes in that. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the beating scenes in that were so brutal. And then you're, you know, obviously hung on a cross for a while. So, um, and that's. I mean, there was blood in his eyes, the whole shit. Like, I mean, it was crazy. I, I probably watched maybe the uh, like the last hour of it last night. Wow. Where I was just like, holy shit, I couldn't believe this. Because um, one of the funniest things to me of all time, like after I saw it, was I thought it was a good movie uh, to, I, I, for religious people and people who know the Bible and all that stuff. I, I imagine that's, you know, as realistic as you could get. Film-wise, yeah. at least showing how violent it was and everything else and what, what went down. Because I didn't know the whole story. Right. Um, I knew how it ended, obviously. But uh, <laughs> so as I'm watching it, the first thing that goes through my mind is, wonder what their uh, BTS shots look like behind the scenes. You know? Just like Caviezel eating a burger? Yeah, as the bloody Jesus in between shots. Because <laughs> oh, you've got to have lunch breaks. And then you know there's always an on-set photographer who's taking stills for like the, the, you know, the release and press release and all that stuff. Sure enough, there is. Um, go, go look up. <laughs> Google on-set photos of, behind, uh, of Passion of the Christ. No. And it's Caviezel just chilling out completely, completely soaked head to toe in blood in a director's chair next to Mel Gibson. And they're chatting about a scene like nothing's going on. You're like, right. oh my gosh. It's, uh, it's the best. It is the fucking best. And so like my real homies, like I send them that picture if they send me something <laughs> fucked up. And I'm like, man. Right. I never thought of that. And then I'll send them back that picture <laughs> that really gets people. And it got a lot of people in our movie as well. When we did uh, Helen Keller versus night wolves, there's a lot of stills of you as Helen Keller, like just chilling out behind the scenes. Oh no. Covered in blood and eyes I'm- like the <laughs> things in my eyes. What are they? Contacts yeah, and the, the cataracts. scratches. <laughs> Just chilling out, having serious conversations with like Wes or something. Yeah, there's 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 shots of you drinking coffee, eating a donut. You know? No. Oh yeah. I didn't have a donut. On well, it looked like some some form of. It was probably breakfast. a healthy muffin. Yeah. I did not eat any donuts. But I remember somebody walking by, a crew member saying, "Oh look, there's Helen Keller just chilling out, having coffee yep. over there." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yep. it's gonna be a good day, isn't it?" <laughs> And that was such a fun set that, like, I'm sure there's, if anyone thought to take pictures, maybe Casey did. I have them. I have all oh of them. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. want to see some. We should, we should post some on our, uh, I'll, I'll post one on, on uh, Instagram for tonight. Oh, God. Yeah. Because it's just you just chilling out. Make sure I don't look. Behind the scenes. As fat as I was. I had a six-month-old five-month-old <laughs> i don't remember i don't remember either i don't remember life <laughs> i don't remember life anymore <laughs> it's all a big fat blur of like being skinny and fat and chubby and skinny and fat and sh- um 
I wanted to say about Caviezel. Yeah. Because I did just pop on the wiki. Wow. Because I was just like, oh, Caviezel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah frequency. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. His big blockbuster frequency. Not Passion of the Christ. But here's a, um, a case of him growing into a daddy and staying with the same lady. Okay. That Well, he's super religious, by the way. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's the answer. Divorce is not an option. No. Uh, no matter how hot, sexy, and rich you get. Well, and that, but that's the shitty thing. Like, right there is, like, guys turn into daddies, and they're just, like, charity staying with the lady. You know what I mean? <laughs> because we don't, uh, we just don't age as well. So if you want to just pop on the, a picture of, of Caviz and Carrie Browett Caviezel. Is that his name? That's her name, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, what's the story there? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, they've been together forever. Yeah. Very religious, obviously. So he, they were married he, in 96. Yes, yes. So they've been together ever since. They have a bunch of kids. 22 years, yeah. And I think and, that's um, why he picked him, by the way. Mel Gibson picked him. Yeah. It was because he was super religious, got it. Um, totally. And, uh, you know, look, if you're going to play that figure... Uh, you've got to have a little bit of, got to have a little bit of religion in, in you. Sure, you know? sure. You know? But he seems to really be walking the walk, unlike Gib, unlike the Gibster. <laughs> <laughs> unlike the Gibster, uh, he really is living it. Yeah, and yeah. St- and staying with the same gal, no matter what. By the way, pulling up the numbers, I, I was almost dead on. So. You, uh, domestic gross USA, three hundred seventy million for Passion of the Crazy. Worldwide, six hundred and eleven million dollars. That all went to Mel. I, let alone DVD sales on that movie, because this was back in the release date was uh, February twenty fifth, my birthday. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, in two thousand four, so back then, DVDs were massive. So I'm sure churches across the nation bought. Yes. Millions of these, yes. and I can't even yes. imagine yes. the money he made off of DVDs. Man, yeah. man alive, it's crazy. Passion of the crazy, yeah. Uh, there, there was uh, you laugh, man. These Christian movies make a shit ton of money. No, I'm just laughing at Passion of the Crazy because <laughs> there are, I'm sure, a lot of people that listen that are actually religious, and we're just calling it Passion of the Crazy. And I'm sorry, I want to say I'm sorry. Um. We're we're being really uh, blasphemous right now. I think we're gonna stop. No, not at all. Come on. Here's the thing: I, you make fun of all religions, make fun of yourself, make fun of everything else. Like we're we're it's too PC out there for this stupid shit anymore. Like who cares? Uh, it was a great movie. I, I hope the story's true. I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. Kwanzaa. No idea what that no that, that whole thing is about. No idea. Hanukkah does seem fun though. Yeah. Eight Crazy Nights. Eight Crazy Nights. I do love the idea of a Shabbat dinner every Sunday. You know, I like that. Yeah. But it's more the family part of it that I like. So anything that like gets your family together, you know, once a week, whether it be religion or, you know, whatever. Sure. I think is a good thing. So Kwanzaa, by the way, I just looked it up. Six days, man. Six days. December 26th. Uh, to January 1st. That's a long time. 
Lent, a long time. Lent seems fun, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, look. It's, I'll, give uh, up, I'll give up chocolate. <laughs> I'll give up milk chocolate and only have dark chocolate for Lent. Let's see. It's uh, Kwanzaa's a celebration held in the United States and in other nations of the African diaspora in the Americas and lasts a week. The celebration honors African heritage and African-American culture and is observed for, yeah, six days. That's a lot. It's a lot of days. I mean, I'm already done with the whole holiday season. The fact that New Year's is coming up pisses me off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm done with it. And what was it? Three days? Two yeah. day- I mean, it's really just two days. It's Christmas Eve and Christmas, right? Yeah. But our buildup, maybe they don't build up to it the same way. Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever, where sure. it's like we're building up since Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're building up to Christmas. Tree, lights. Everything. Yeah. All the presents, planning all the shit, dinners, family thing, holiday parties. Now it's all done, Japes. No, we still have fucking New Year's. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not going hard this New Year's. No. Can't, can't do it this year. We aren't going hard, but it's like another day that takes you out of your routine. Like, I'm yeah. being so cynical this year. I think next, <laughs> next year. With a newborn, like, you become super cynical. Oh, it's just anything that's going to take, take you away from your routine eating-wise or sleeping-wise, you just get pissed about. It's not like, oh, cool. Yeah. We're going to like stay up and have fun. It's like, fucking A. <laughs> I want to be in bed by eight. And now I have to what? You watch do. some ball drop. <laughs> you got to watch two drop. Got to watch two drop. You know, can I celebrate? Which one's the first one? Australia. Yeah. Can I? Can <laughs> At hard noon. Yeah. Can I just celebrate that and then have that be done? Yay. Yeah, boom. Noon. You're, you're good. I'd yeah. just be like, it's New Year's somewhere. <laughs> oh. Get totally wasted by two. Yep. And you're blacked out. You're blotto. blacked out, ready to be hung over by eight. Yeah. <laughs> Which has happened on more than one occasion. What, me? Nah, just being hung over by eight, you know? Sure. Remember those brunch days? Ah, uh, yeah. Brunch days. Endless dude. mimosas. <sighs> Really, were endless. and then you like move on to some other place on Abbott Kinney or something. Yeah, mine was uh, Vegas. Vegas, there was a great endless brunch there. It's uh, across the street, and they just they kept whisking them down your mouth hole. Sure, they were like, "Look, it's endless till." And know, it's a cheap, too. cheap champagne. It's a cooks. I, 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 I like and a cooks. You, you love a good brute. Cooks. I like a good cooks. I like a good Osti Spumanti. Mm. Get out of my face! Right, right. So yeah, right, I, I can right, get down right. on all and that. That shit. will give you a headache and a hangover immediately. Oh, um, instantly, instantly. Uh, we we got some sponsors though that'll get you out of that headache, James. Really? Talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Yes, yes, Why don't yes. you tell us about it? You made the coffee this morning. I did make the coffee. Uh-huh. I, went a, I went an eight ounce strong. Ah. Okay. Is that a setting and on the Keurig? It's a setting on the Keurig. Sure. We do Keurig. I also get a ground, a bag of ground coffee for when I'm feeling spunky. Mm-hmm. And I want to, is it spunk? Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. <laughs> what did we learn? The, okay, anyway, it's yeah. spunky. I'm feeling, Spunk. I'm feeling spunky. That sounds a little gross, kind of like jizz. But 
I'll make a French press. Right. Because it is the best coffee in the land. However you do it. Um, if you do Keurig, it is so good that it tastes like a really good uh, dark cup of coffee, which is rare. You will not get it from the donut shop. Yeah, you Or won't. anything like that. Or even Starbucks. Starbucks comes out a little watery. Black Rifle Coffee is the best bespoke coffee company. Went from zero to 100 in four years. It is amazing. Yeah. Their bags are awesome. The packaging's awesome. Their gear is great. And just get it on a monthly subscription. Yeah, do it. And then you don't have to think about it. New it to just the, comes. It's new a to the fun store. little thing. Yeah, new to the store is uh, instant coffee now. Yeah. So if you're on the go, if you're camping, hiking, you know, long, long jogs. But they've been working on it forever. It's not, it's not your typical, it's not your grandma's instant. No. Okay, there's no crystals. It's a full-on powder that they've been working on. You know the difference. Yeah, you do. And if you haven't had it, try it. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Type in the one-time promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Next up, we've got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. How to, look, all the family was in town for the holidays. They're all leaving now. They're all sleeping on ghost beds across the board in all rooms because we're a, we're a ghost bed family. Yeah. And every single person was like, Jesus Christ, where can I get this? One answer, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. That's where you can get it. Uh, the deals are still going on, by the way. They've, they've upheld them much the same way as Kwanzaa. They've extended them through uh, January 1st. Oh. So get in it. Get on it and get wet with it. Do it, do it. Um, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. $500 off for a adjustable base bundle package with mattress. Or the, the new Ghost Lux bed, which is delightful. Or $300 off the regular mattress and free pillows. Always bringing the fucking deals there, and they have a pay-as-you-go plan. No interest for 36 months. That's three years worth of magic. If you're looking for a new mattress to lay your dick down on, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Jabes. What? Tell us about it. About Strike Force? Yeah. It's the tastiest tiny little tin pouch. pouch full of spunk. Yeah. Wait. Still, that doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's full it doesn't of spunk. It'll give you spunk. It'll give you a get up and go. My favorite combo, if you like to add a little alcohol, is vodka soda lemon flavor. Oh, lemon juice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's clean, crisp, it'll get you going. That's another subscription. Just add it to the thing. Anything that you can do where you don't think about it and it's a fun little box that comes, why not? Yeah, and rectalize it, you know? That's the new word that I'm going with, rectalize it. Uh, If if you can fit anything in your rectum, try it once. A keister? Um, Black Rifle Coffee Instant now, rectalize it. Right. Strike force energy, rectalize it. I'm I'm not sure if that's gonna happen, ah, but I think it might might become a thing. Well, rectalize it. Yeah, it might be just for the show and that's okay. <laughs> you know, that's okay. Go to strikeforceenergy.com for all your energy needs. Use the promo code Revolution for twenty percent off at strikeforceenergy.com and that's good every time. Last but not least, we got straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. 
Oh, you like it? Oh, there it is. There I had my, I had my headphones on. So you guys got, you got a little less than normal. Oh, boy. So you're welcome. Still as good. Still as good. You're welcome. Everybody who got straightrazors.com underneath the Christmas tree or in their stocking is a happy little boy happy and or little, pregnant girl. Happy Greg. Yeah. A lot oh, of Gregs. I mean, pregnant women. A lot of pregnant women. Um, you know, cause it's again, a straight razor is great for shaving that pregnant bush. Mm, so it's not, and don't do it. No, it, it Once is. Once again, we've had a lot of husbands getting their pregnant wives straight razors it. to shave their bushes with over, over and the pine, holidays and pine cones yeah. to wipe it off with. Yeah. <laughs> Look, they've got amazing, uh, aftershave cologne. Some of the best razors in the biz. If you're worried about using a straight razor, you can use a safety razor. They got mustache waxes, beard oils, conditioners, and everything you need in this life to become a real man. Go to straightrazors.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Kevin Spacey's back. Oh my gosh, what is that about? What isn't it about? Uh, so he got, he's getting rung up on charges for uh, touching that kid. Touching the kid at a bar. Yeah. Uh, and here, here's the, the latest bombshell. They've got evidence on video uh, from a Snapchat video okay. of, of him grabbing this kid's dick in the bar. So he's going to be arraigned January 7th. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with this. The, the kid was 18, it says. He was 18. He met him in the bar. It was in the bar. He claims Kevin's... Look, and again... I. I don't know what happened because I wasn't there. He claims that, that Kevin Spacey got him drunk. And this is in the lawsuit, not, not just me making yeah. this up. In yeah. the lawsuit, he claims that Kevin Spacey got him drunk, tried to sexually take advantage of him, grabbed his dick in the bar. It's emotionally caused distress and all that other shit the rest of his life. Um, okay. Um, is it weird that it's the mom? Well, the mom is sort of famous. She is a news reporter for this, this local station there. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I don't, it's I, just a little bit, it's a little bit weird. Um, the whole thing to me, it, and I'm not saying that Spacey isn't a total creep that hasn't been, you know, sexually assaulting dudes sure, for a long time. And it's been a, a kind of a Harvey Weinstein open secret right. in the industry yep. that Spacey likes boys. Yeah. He, you know, he likes them to be 18, but I guess they don't have to be. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Do you know I, what I mean? He's I mean a, he was 18. Yeah. Not, not, not a child. It was in public. I don't know what the end game was for him, but it feels a little bit weird of the mom being the only one talking and he's 20 now. And I guess obviously he doesn't want to be. Outed, he, 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 but well, I he doesn't want his face out there because he got made fun of and all this other right, shit. So right. it's hard because as a parent, yeah. if this happened to your child, I mean, it would be a whole different situation. So I don't know what they're going through, nor do I pretend to. What, I, what, what I, know I know is they're this. They're going for a bunch of money, right? I, I, I would assume. Yes. Um, but well, that's when it's that much money involved, you just kind of, gosh, yeah. Yeah. It's it, there's there's a couple motives involved. One of which is it was very traumatic for him. Because there, and the there other is, is 
Spacey has a bunch of fucking money. Yeah. I mean, and, and then there's the camp of people who are like, well, look, this kid's 18. He's out at a bar. You know, you're an 18 year old man. You're able to fight in war if you can't fight off Kevin Spacey grabbing your dick. Like, I don't know how drunk he was. Uh, yeah. Uh, so in public. <clears throat> and again, I don't know what the end game was. I don't, I don't know either. why Spacey took him to a public place like that. He, uh, he interesting. Do, he does that shit all the time. So like in L.A., he used to travel with like a harem of boys. They and were that's like what 18 to 20 years old. And everyone knew We all knew. That. We all saw them out. Yeah, and they would get, you know, and it was acting just like, roles all right. here and there. Yeah. And, you know, they would, they would get what they got. Yeah. And I'm sure he took care of them. They went to fucking, they were always out, right? They would be like Very at, a, public, at yeah. a baseball game. I, I, no, I'm front. talking like at an at award shows. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. And it would be like his. Everybody knew. His protégés. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, it, and it's, it's a very, it's a classic like, okay, Spacey's got another protégé. And um, I guess this kid just either wasn't gay, like didn't understand, just thought he was meeting like a famous person. I don't know what the difference was, but. um, I don't either, but there's going to be this trial. The, the, the charges got announced. I think the arraignment is January 7th. Uh, then he releases, Kevin Spacey releases this weird video that's mm. timed up to the second this story drops, he, he, he invents a YouTube channel. I don't know. Where did he not have one before? No. Okay. No. Why would Kevin Spacey have a YouTube channel? I don't know. Um, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> so Spacey just pops up this video is, is, uh, it's called let me be Frank as his character in house of cards. And it seems to talk about sexual misconduct in this. I'm not accused of what you think I am and things aren't always what they seem. Yes. And, but he's doing it in this character. In the character of Frank from House of Cards. Very unsettling. Yeah. To say the least. It's weird. Is it weird that I thought his performance was still great? Where I was like, damn, Spacey still got it. He does still got it. <laughs> He's still a great actor. Even on that, he sh- was always he a just great did actor. It on an iPhone, and uh, it was still, he was still great. Again, um, you want our, you want our, our great talents to be normal. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, it's just not going to work that way. So and he was such a weirdo. He was so great. And I don't, he had I don't, I don't some know. demons, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with with his whole shit. Uh, and he p- popping off a video like that though is you were way off the reservation. Well, he no. has always failed, right? So when these stories came out, he decided to come out as gay. Yes. Right. So he his timing and his there's it seems that there is no one in his camp. Basically, it seems like he's just there by himself there isn't, being by the like, way. hey, I think I should. You know what would really divert yeah. is I'm going to come out as gay. And everyone's like, we know, Spacey. We've always fucking known. So I can I can tell you this. There is no one left in his camp. They've okay, all abandoned so him. No one telling him. Correct. Don't make the YouTube video. Yep. Yeah. No agent, well, no manager, clear. no lawyer, no nothing anymore. All right. Um. He's got, you know, a couple of close friends and all that shit who are, have vaguely stayed in touch with him. We talked about this on another show that he disappeared to France or somewhere yeah. else. So we don't really know where he is. One, two, there is there really is zero people in his life, publicists or, or otherwise, who would reach out and tell him, hey, man, you need to make this kind of statement or whatever and blah, blah, blah. I don't know why he didn't hire like one of those crisis PR firms. Right. Didn't do it. Um, he's been off the res for about a year now. 
total recluse and then you drop this weird video out of nowhere on top of it like that's not going to help your case when you any. don't have any sounding boards Whew. some crazy shit can come out right if you yeah. don't have someone to let me just run this by you right yeah, yeah, yeah. and have them be like no dude <laughs> do not do that if you have no one my gosh can you imagine the crazy shit that you would put out me? You had no sounding board whatsoever. <laughs> no one to be like, no, 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 don't, ah, we don't. We do it. We do it Monday you through Friday. You show me shit sometimes that you're like, should I? <laughs> and I have to be like, no, 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 no. You are not posting. I don't care if you send it to your friends privately. Right. We are not putting it up. Yeah, yeah. Man. Can you imagine? You'd be spacey for sure. Minus the boys. Minus the boys, yeah. yeah. Minus the boys. <laughs> I mean, look, you could pick through this episode and be like, look, Ross was laughing at Passion of the Crazy, Kwanzaa, you know, <laughs> really going on down the line. Sure. I'm, I'm done with pretending to be PC or even care about it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Once again, if it was just you by yourself, we'd be shut down. <laughs> Somebody would find something, send some sound bite somewhere. Yeah, oh boy, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that day will, will come, Jabes. And you it'll probably be through. me. The irony is it'll be me. Yeah, and he, here's the thing. Because <laughs> I, I was looking at uh, Drinking Bros and then this. I've done over 650 episodes of podcasts now. Six, that means that there's over 650 hours worth of me talking. I'm sure you could pick through all of this and just make a... Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm over it now. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I want to talk about uh, Netflix, though. Sure. Making money moves. Okay. What making their own movies and making them great. Yeah. We're halfway through Bird Box. Yeah, because that's Bird Beasy now. On, on with uh, Sandra Bullock. Well, look, the child gets up at fucking you know 900 times during the night. It is what it is. Uh. Fuck, everybody was talking about this over the weekend. Yeah. Bird Box. Oof. Legit. Definitely legit. And, um, uh, you know, I, well, look, we don't know the ending yet because there could be some people at home who be like, wait, so the ending, motherfucker. Oh, I'm sure. We don't. We're halfway through, but I can tell you this. It's awesome. I, I, this is the first time for me personally that a cable network, if you want to call Netflix a cable channel, has made a movie that could have made like 300 million in the box office you think it yes it's good and everybody's talking about it yeah um it's not not only wasn't in theaters but it's sandra bullock she gets 20 million a movie i don't know if a lot of people don't know that yeah so they dropped some fucking money on this i mean sandra bullock i think she produced it though. yeah either way she's yeah. still getting that 20 sure i can assure you that. But this was the first like big budget thing where I was just like, oh shit. Like I remember that Will Smith movie they they did. It was oh. awful. Bright or God with the like weird lizard guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's a cop. Joel Edgerton. Yeah. And they're just sitting in the cop car, lizard. So guy when I watched him. that, I was just like, Oh god, you guys aren't ready to do this. No. This is like, man, this this could have made three hundred million in the box. I mean, it was it, it's really, really fucking good. And I was surprised at the quality of it where you're just like, all right, if you're there, what's to keep, stop you from keep doing this if you have somebody who, who keeps making but hits like this? how does Netflix make money? I hate to Subscribers sound... around the world, so I know. At 
$8 a pop. They're going to have to raise the price. Three yes. families using one Netflix account. They're going to have to raise it, the dude. prices. Because uh, the other thing that I went to after we, we watched this, because you went to sleep and I was reading some news. And I was just kind of looking at box office statistics to see if, if maybe like the box office was down and more and more people are, are doing Netflix and all this other shit. No. This year is an all-time record in the box office. And I would have thought otherwise at the, at the end of last year where I was like, ah, this is done. How many Marvel movies can you pump out a year and expect people to keep going? The answer is infinity. You mm-hmm. can just keep doing this forever, apparently, because mm-hmm. you're breaking all these records. And most of these movies, you know, and I don't want to say because they're superhero movies or whatever, but most of these movies just aren't original. No. Like I was looking at the numbers for, for this month. The Grinch, the the animated remake of mm-hmm. let's face, that was a Jim Carrey. Oh. There's no other Grinch no, in my mind. But it crushed. Made a shit ton of money. Um, you know, Aquaman made a shit ton of money, but that's you know, same characters, same DC universe, Marvel movies. I mean, fuck. And it just keeps going and going and going. So I no, no one's gotten sick of it, and this is a record year for the box office, so get ready for more of that. Comedically, I always bitch on the show, there's no comedies left, um, which is true. Uh, the last one was Night School with, with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. Made about 80 here, which isn't bad, but, you know. I think that was just purely off of their stardom. Their star power, and, and that's that it. it was yeah, good. A really funny movie. Um, then finally yesterday they released a, a comedy Watson and Holmes. Mm. <laughs> Will Ferrell will be the next to sign that Netflix deal that Sandler's got right now. And, uh, man, it, it got a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Is a that zero ratings. Zero ratings. rating. You believe that? No. Everybody hated it. People in London are actually walking out of it because they're offended by it, but. Okay, well, the, the, here's, that actually makes me happy. Here's what I read. <laughs> there was a review that I read on therap.com um, last night when I, was, when I was breezing through getting ready for the show this morning that said, this entire film seems like the first draft of a script where you knew that you had Will Ferrell attached and John C. Riley, and you were just hoping they would improv the entire thing. And they didn't do that well I, 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 or, who, who knows yeah. but it, here's the thing about improv you still have to have a good script to go off of then you can make it even funnier than it is yeah but if you don't even have that then right. you're just you trying can't just to send them out into the abyss yeah. and say go ahead just please make this funny just make it funny do what you that's do that's a good assessment of it because i bet that's what it was that's what i think too yeah because um, they have these characters yeah. and i think they were into the characters so Will and yeah, they they wanted to do this for a while. This was this project. I want to say they shot it like two years ago. Mm. It's been a while, and you know they were trying to figure out when to release it and all that other stuff. But uh, maybe that's where the joke comes with the old timey camera doing a selfie. Uh, if that was two years ago, I would let it go. Right, 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 right. Today, that joke does not do it for right. me. So th- that's what they said is, is it's full of jokes like that and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, look, comedy, I don't, you're, you're, I don't know how you can even pass one at a studio right now anymore, but especially still... looking at the box office numbers. If you're in an all-time best of a year and looking at all the movies that were hits and all that shit, 
Hollywood loves just to make the same shit over and over and over again. So that's that's what's going to happen. The one bright spot over Christmas was the Us trailer, the new Jordan Ooh, Peele movie. Gosh, man, he's really doing it, doing Holy it to like a shit. a max level where you're just like, dude, that is even if I just watch the trailer, yeah, I'm in. I you know got five on it. Oh, so good. We're gonna play that song at the end of this episode because. Do we play the actual one or yeah, do we yeah, yeah. play his instrumental uh, can or you find orchestral? The instrumental? Can you find it, you think? Well, maybe. If you can, you can. I am the master Ooh. of the internet. And <laughs> if you charge me to make to find something, I will. Yeah. It, it's it's one of those where that it almost seems like a bet of like what could we get away with in the trailer and how can we make it cool? Just I guess five weird, on it. It's a stoner concept and I'm here for it. Do you know what I mean? It you was could creepy tell, as fuck. And then could, they brought in the orchestra and the uh, whole thing. Like, but you could tell, and you said this too, that he was just sitting on his couch. High. High as shit. <laughs> and he was like, dude, you know it would be fucking creepy? Because the idea yeah. is it's, you know, so it's a family and another family that looks exactly like them but is possessed comes into their house. So the idea is that you have to, in order to get rid of this family, kill yourself it isn't but it's someone that looks exactly like you well and how that, hard would that be and i think the tagline says is, is like you are your own worst enemy yes so uh, look it looks great the trailer's fucking great it exploded it comes out in march yourself. yeah um i don't know what the gold scissors are for they're in the trailer and they're on the poster uh they did an interesting marketing thing for that where they Picked out fans at random and just sent them a box of gold scissors over Christmas. They just said us uh, on there. Once again. Doing it. High as hell. I, I, I thought cannot, it'd be fucking cool. Cannot it wait to see this cool. movie. Cannot wait to see either. this movie. It comes out in March. So stoked. I think I watched the trailer like three or four times over Christmas. So good. Yeah, really good. So look, you have movies like that. I have fucking Bird Box, man. I, I still can't believe that was not a gigantic studio movie it definitely could have been for sure again i i hate to sound like the old guys interviewing zuckerberg but how do you fucking make money dude like <laughs> like the old guys when they were asking him they're like we don't understand how you how you make money on facebook and he's just like uh, uh advert advertisers yeah. I, I don't but know they don't have advertisers so on facebook no on on netflix, oh, on netflix that's what i'm saying so yeah. <laughs> again i I am sounding like the old person, but I'm just like, how do you? Well, the stock, the the, the people who invested in the stock are now asking that it's dropped. Exactly, it's dropped in half almost. Exactly, because the more money you spend on these things, yeah, you're in a. You're putting all of your money back into your business. You are, but you're you're where the profit. You're in a content war, and uh, the interesting thing to me is when we were breezing through Netflix, there was a bunch of Marvel movies on there. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And Black Panther Black was Panther. on there. Yep. I was just like, shit. Yeah. So um, they have to pay for that. Well, but here's the thing. And, th- and they lose those next th- in, in a year. Yeah. Because they go back to Disney and they go back to the Marvel Universe. And Disney's going to have their own channel like Netflix. Right. And then whew, that's a lot of material that's gone. So you're making up. Netflix has to make up all this original material to, to replace what they're going to lose. Because they're going to lose a lot from their library. And then, you know, paying friends a hundred million dollars. Um, Again, I, which we talked about. And uh, there was, uh, it, this goes back to that dish conversation where dish, you know, has, has a blackout with HBO. 
Yeah. And that's all gone. The, I didn't know this. The president of Dish was actually like a former professional gambler. Um, he was like a poker player. Okay. So they're saying some of these moves are because of that, of like, fuck you, whatever. So <clears throat> they asked him a, a final God. comment. They were like, hey, are you ever going to lift this ban with HBO? And he goes, no, they're trying to charge me carriage fees that, you know, uh, AT&T. They're offering AT&T customers $0 for HBO if you join DirecTV or whatever. Uh-huh. And he goes, I want the same deal for my customers so they can go fuck themselves. Okay. So. I like it. Yeah, but if you're going to do that, uh, if you're going to become a Netflix, then HBO's got to get into that content game of right. producing all of these original movies, shows, all that shit. Because right now... Which they do. They do, but not on the level of Netflix. No. Like We haven't had HBO now in, what, three or four months. Mm-hmm. There isn't anything I've missed. None of their new TV shows have popped up or any of that oh, shit. Camping? So it's just like, Yeah, exactly. Literally, camping is the only thing that's been new, and it's... <laughs> I would love to say that that is what just drove them into the ground because it is fucking awful. <laughs> awful. You know my favorite Lena Dunham. I'm, I'm here for all of that Lena Dunham nonsense. And you know I love Jennifer Garner. Yeah, so Jay Garns. What a perfect combo for those two fucking annoying, shrill, <laughs> type A motherfuckers. Yeah, but with that, like, you know, when you're in a content war like this with you know, HBO, Netflix, and now Apple's jumping into the game. Apple's investing $1 billion in content, which to me is dumb. They should, I, I just, I don't understand why they didn't just buy Netflix and then kept them on their stable of shit. Yeah. Apple has the money for it. They're one of the very few companies that has the money for it. If you think it's easy creating original content and getting into the game now, Forget it. Because then you're going to start having to overpay people. So yeah. Apple's got a show coming out with uh, Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, they're doing it on Apple. Yeah. Okay. Each getting a million. Right. An episode. Do you know what that makes your episodes? The budget of your episodes? So like, man, you're going to blow. You're going to blow all the money on the people and then the actual. 70, 80 million worth of production on them. Mm-hmm. And then. And just hoping that. They'll that that'll make it good enough, and it doesn't. But then what? So you shoot ten. Everybody binge watches. It's over in fucking three days, and then what? You know, you don't have enough shit in your library anymore, right? So it's gonna get weird out there. It's gonna get weird. Knowing the box office is doing well, I think it's a positive thing. I never wanted the box office to shut down. I still I still enjoy going to the movies. Yeah, they still make comedies anymore, but um, I still enjoy going to the movies, taking my kids, all that other stuff, and I. I hope that element of it doesn't die because over Christmas break, it's nice to get the kids out of the house by taking them to a movie. Yes. You know, it's a couple hours. Or in the summer when it's fucking hot as hell. Exactly. Let's go into the movie theater. So it's a positive that the box office numbers have come out the way they have at the end of the year. It's a negative that it's the same shit to me, but uh, there is Jordan Peele slipping in there, man, with this this shit. So do I. Yeah. But the fact that I have to wait three months now to see a movie is um, pretty shitty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there, uh, B- Blackish did a thing on it the other night, which I thought was, was really fucking funny. Oh, like spoofed it kind of? No, they were, it was Christmas time and, you know, they were getting the family together to go see movies or whatever. And, and the dad was just like, uh, all the kids wanted to see, Kate, like, it was a movie, like a fictitious Marvel mm-hmm. movie called like Captain Justice. <laughs> right, you know, right, right. A white guy who's saving the yeah. world or whatever. And, yeah. uh, and they were like, no, it's Christmas time. 
we always they they always put out one good black holiday movie. Um, and it was about Rosa Parks. Okay. It was called Back of the Bus. <laughs> yes. We're going to see Back of the Bus. Uh, I'm taking my whole family. Dad, we don't want to see Back of the Bus. No, nope, we're going. Rosa Parks oh is in there. Oh my gosh, it's so true. And then they cut back and forth to the screen of like Rosa Parks on the bench going, uh, or on the, on the bus. No. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. And even though, so in, the, in this blackish show, they were like, man, this is terrible. Like even Tyler Perry wouldn't present this. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they I went for it. Love it. And they were like, let's just can we just go see Captain Justice? And I think that's where everybody's at. See, didn't we see Twelve Years a Slave? Was that uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving? But I know we were definitely like at your family's house. Yeah. And went to that movie theater. We all You're went right. together. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did. At every holiday season they and put we out were like just really uncomfortable the because whole it, time. It was it's for Oscars. So yeah. like they usually put one out around Oscar time. Right. This year it's Green Book where it's just yeah. like it's gotta be some white and black mm-hmm. thing that, that mm-hmm. comes I don't know why either. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. When did it'd be it'd be interesting to see when Driving Miss Daisy came out? Um nineties. I, I wanna say like eighty nine or ninety one, somewhere in there. Yeah. But right around award season, same thing. Right. And it won, you know, all the awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know what the, the significance other than going for an Oscar is. I think that's just an easy topic of trying to get an Oscar of like race and race coming together. That'll get an Oscar that prostitution yeah. or drugs, you know, some form of it. You mix, you know, you mix two of them in there together, prostitution and drugs. Then you get that Matthew McConaughey movie that he won the Oscar for with Jared Leto. I mean, but that was Dallas Buyers Club. Boom. That was great. It was great. That but was I'm just great. saying. You know, as an actor, when you sit down and read the old scripts, right. uh, if you read prostitution and drugs with a good director, you got a shot at the O-Dog, the also, Oscar. Also, if you gain or lose a bunch of weight, yeah. you are up for an Oscar. That's just a, <laughs> that's a given, isn't it? If yeah. you get super, super skinny, Oscar, yeah. You're, yeah, in Oscar. The, you're in the race. If you get super fat, Vice. <laughs> no matter if anyone saw it or not, you will be you will be nominated. Yeah, I wonder what the uh, I wonder what Vice did over the holidays. Well, people are saying, uh, you know, you see those commercials for it. And it's like, C plus Cinema Score for Vice. We we called this best movie of the year. No. Where do they get these quotes? Uh, Hollywood Reporter said that one. Just get, look, they hate anything. I mean, they love anything that's that's, oh, that's anti-Republican. Sure. So they're, they're fucking stoked Best about movie it. movie of the year. Hey, uh, Mary Poppins didn't do that well, which was surprising. That is surprising. Yeah. Everyone I know went to it with their kids. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Huh. Okay. Yeah, I, I was shocked by that. Even Bumblebee big, big d- didn't, uh, didn't, you know, do that, that, that well. Ah, there it is. There it is. What? Uh, Vice made four point eight million. Sorry. Sorry, you know what it. made less? I have to eat my words. What's that, Marwin? I know that's right. I, so we got a bunch of messages about Marwin. What happened? I, look, disappointed. We had a the trailer looked great. I mean, just absolutely. If great. you're if there are awards for trailers. Marwin wins it. Marwin wins it up against us. I, I, I thought from the pedigree of that movie with Steve Carell, Ed oh, Zwick, yeah. and then everybody else, like, because the trailer looked great and all that shit. Like, I thought that Leslie was going to be the, the movie of the She's year. She's always great. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the movie of the year. And then um, we had a bunch of, of, of listeners go out and see it, and they were like, it's fucking awful. 
And I was and like, I hear man. And I hear the messages. So a lot of people were writing you saying it seemed like they were going too hard for the Oscar. Yes. And I hear that. I hate that. No. I hate that. Yeah. If I can tell that you're trying to, you know, cry when you shouldn't, do you know what I mean? Or going sure. way too dramatic for things. I just get taken out of it. Yeah, me too. Me too. But this... Were you ever in scenes with people that would steal the cry from you? <laughs> do you know this? I don't know if I invented it, but I hate it. What is this? Stealing the cry. So like it's your moment to kind of have it be um, a dramatic moment that maybe you cry and sure. your scene partner starts crying. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you guys can't, you can never both be crying. No, no. It's got to be you one can person. Never, one person no. has to be the dramatic one crying and the other one has to either be calming them down or the like strong person in the scene. Stealing the cry, dude. Stealing the cry. Yeah, I, look, I'm, I'm sure that's what Marwin was. Um, I, now I'm curious to see it because I want to know well, we have what happened to with it. Because we went for it so hard. Uh, I've on got the show. See, I know, I've got to see it. $2.4 million total for the weekend. That's crazy. Look, Vice made 4.8 about Dick Cheney, and that's double that and both of those totals are awful. I said, awful. I said, you know, this Vice movie make about four dollars. That's that's about correct. I bet the Vice movie is a little more watchable, but I don't know. I, but but look, both of them have have awful cinema scores and all that shit okay. from like real people. So who fucking knows, man? Um, the, the Marwin thing, man, it's just I mean, fuck me. But now that I hear it, I'm like, man, that makes sense. Yeah. It could have definitely gone that way. It was really, really, you know, it's a it's a sad kind of <laughs> dramatic movie. So you either try and lighten it up a little bit and let the people feel what, what they're going to feel, or sure. you just drill it into their head, like cry, 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 cry. Right. The, uh, the second RBG movie came out, too, in, in limited release on the basis of sex. That's the Army Hammer again. One? Amy, Army Hammer is always in these things. They keep trying to make Army ha- Hammer happen. Yeah, strange. And he was he played one part well. Which one was it? The Winklevoss twins. Oh, ah, yeah. He yeah. played both the twins, and that yeah. was great. He, he was good. Yeah. People love when you play twins. You can skate on playing twins. <laughs> Who else did that? No, it, Lindsay it Lohan. Never it never oh, works. they always tw- go back twice. to when she was. Yeah. When she was playing the twins and she was a British for one and American for the other. Right. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how great she is? Yeah, but this RBG movie, uh, 400 grand. Woo. Yeah. I mean, it was only in 33 cities, so whatever, but uh, that's not good. I have. I, I just don't know anyone zero. who wants to go see a no. movie about Ruth no. Bader, a young Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Because even the people that are like RBG and they're like super into her, even they don't want to fucking watch the boring ass no. movie of RBG. <laughs> they just want it to be like a meme. You know what I mean? That's it. I don't want to actually know about it. Yeah, the, no- <laughs> the notorious RBG. Yeah. That's it. A big ups. She uh, had two movies this year. Two. Well, she's probably gonna die. So yeah, there you go. Well, we're we're close. She she we she had cancer mm-hmm. removed. I heard she's back at work though. She's a tough old bra that RBG. Yeah, she is. She's a tiny one too. 
Yeah. I was unaware of how tiny she is. Frail. And I was looking at uh, some fantasy football rosters of my buddies because it's, you know, it's championship season right now. There's one more game left in uh, ESPN two game leagues. There's no games left in, in everywhere else. And everybody was sending me their lineups of like my, my, my beef fries. Not, I only do it for my best friends. That's it. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to put that out there. Don't be fucking messaging me in your lineups. If you're a real champion, you'll know what to fucking pick. I don't ask for anybody's help. Um, and with that, with my friends though, who are in like these crazy money leagues where it's just like, Hey, we can win help me win 10,000 in a trip yeah, to Puerto yeah. Rico. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Right. So I helped my buddy who had a, a, he had an awful team that made the playoffs and, and I'm always very honest and blunt with them cause I'm a fantasy messiah. And I said, look, man, this team is like RBG. It is, it is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, I don't know how it's still alive, but right. it, I don't know how you're still alive in the playoffs, but you are. Right. And you're, you're just getting banged up left and right here. Uh, injuries going down, falling down a flight of stairs, cancer, that type of thing. I was like, mm-hmm. your team has it all. There's no way, there's no way you can win. So the, the playoffs are, are three weeks in his league and he had won miraculously the first two games. And I was picking out like weird waiver wire picks for him and all this shit. And he was like, dude, I gotta, I gotta have help this last you know, it's the championship. I made it or whatever. And I looked at the guy he was playing and I just said, you have no shot. Right. This is it. You're going to die. Like that, like RBG can't live forever. Mm-hmm. Neither can your fantasy football sure. team. And did he? And I, well, no. So I made, I made him a side bet. I said, look, I will buy you, um, a Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, action figure doll. Mm-hmm. If one exists or a, or a shirt, if, if, if you win, if you're somehow able to win this, I will do it. Right. Cause I was like, I guarantee you they sell this shit and they do. Uh, there's a company called DC actions and they make action figures out of politicians in DC. Oh my God. There's a Ruth Duh. Bader Ginsburg action figure with a little tiny gavel on her. <laughs> Duh, dude. So I was like, look, I'm going to buy this for you if, if you win and, uh, he lost. So I don't have to buy the thing. Oh. Well, yeah, and I said, "Look, you didn't deserve to win." No, God, you didn't deserve to win anyway. So let's let's just chalk this one up as a as a. Eh, I'm moving on down the road, and so will RBG one day, James. Yep, she cannot so live forever. RBG, but I'm looking forward to us. I'm looking forward to the Jordan Jordan Peele movie, man. Yep, that's gonna be rad. Um, let's play let's play that song now as as we play us off here. All right. Uh, hopefully, you have the the actual one. We'll see the, the creepy instrumental. One. I don't know the but, creepy one. We'll but, see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, happy day after Christmas. Happy second day of Kwanzaa, people. Be safe out there on the, them streets. Uh, for Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jabes, I am Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Mm-hmm.